I don't have many regrets in life. There's a handful of boilers that I regret. I don't know. He goes, I'll feel, I don't have very many regrets in life, but installing this brand of boiler, that's one of them. Holy crap. Uh, when Lane records these, he's probably like, what the hell? He's like, well, a couple of dumbasses. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hey, everybody. This is the Make Trades Great Again podcast. We are Andy and Eric. I'm Eric, by the way. Um, and Andy, <laughs> let's get right into this. You were talking about kind of the job that just won't let up you've got a customer you've got a project that's yeah. been going on for what five six years now and it's just never we're on, ending we're rolling nightmare. up on six yeah oh uh, let, let's have it i yeah. want to hear the details i don't even know the details so everybody's gonna hear <clears throat> them for the first time along with me yeah i mean it's it's one of those jobs that you just you, you don't hear about everything's fine and then you get a call from the customer like hey my i don't have heat <sighs> okay and, and, you know, it's just long enough in between visits where you're, you're like, what, what did he have? What's What kind of systems they, does, does Carl have there? And, you know, you just kind of go back and forth about it. And, and yesterday, um, Rob went up, no heat issue, and system's out of water. Like, and like just like, it's just low just on like pressure? Really low on water, yeah, no circulation. Okay. And so... He's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't talk to him, talk to Rob, you know, throughout the mid part of the day, right? Sure. So he goes up, looks at it. Oh, you know, feed water valve stuck. Well, that's kind of weird. Whatever pumps a feed water valve. Okay, yeah, it starts getting pressure. Air vent lets the air out and pump. You know, it starts pumping heat. And the homeowner's like, you know, it's been a couple of year, you know, years since we've had it serviced. Suppose you know, suppose we should service it while you're here because. I mean, you're here and you already got your tools and stuff. And so Rob's like, yeah, no, I've got time to do that. So he starts in, does a service on this thing. And I don't, I mean, nothing he did wrong. Yeah. You know, but basically he goes to wash down this heat exchanger. And this, so just for context, this boiler is an, yeah, is an EFT 120. So it's HTP product. It's got that, uh. I don't even remember what the Kid, brand of Kitarami. It's got Im- they don't even make it's the an import. It's yeah. it's not even a Kitarami though. I don't oh, okay. think. I th- they they. I think yeah. it's like that. Yeah. So fire tube boiler, um, stainless steel heat exchanger with these aluminum fins pressed into the fire tubes. Oh, lovely! I love yeah. that when they use so, like, two different metals. That's the best. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I like I like aluminum on the fire side because it's such a great non corrosive material. Oh, sure, sure. Um, and you, ever all of the engineers out there could suck you know an egg. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, if they think that they can convince me that aluminum is a as a fair material to use in a corrosive environment, I believe it's called push a rope. That's, that's what <laughs> yeah. we want them to do. Yeah, let's. I, if for some reason Wild McLean still hung up on it, I know. I'm not it doesn't, sure. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like I don't know, but. Yeah. They are. Well, we're just rack, we're just inviting people to sponsor the podcast now. We're just going to talk. I, I know. About you. I know. Well, <laughs> anyway, sorry. So he's he's sorry, not sorry. <laughs> he's he's flushing the heat exchanger. So you said yeah, that he goes to through. no fault of his own. What? So what happened? Just I, well, so he gets the heat exchanger flushed out, cleans the igniter, uh, puts the boiler back together like we've done on every, you know so many other boilers, yeah. 
and probably, you know, four or five times just to yesterday, you know, and boiler won't light. And so (laughs) he, he texts it, I don't know, it was like three 30 or something like that. Three 30 or four. He's like, Hey, you know, I'm kind of running into some trouble here. I can't get this boiler to relight. And so I talked to him for a minute and I'm like, all right, we'll check, check airflow, check gas, you know, check a few things. And he's like, yeah, I'm on the hold for, with tech support right now. I'm like, okay. So you and I were chit-chatting about something. I don't remember what we were talking about. And, you know, Rob calls again and he goes, hey, so um, HTP says it's a bad gas valve. (laughs) I'm like, how does it have a bad gas valve? It was working when you got there. Right. Like, this doesn't even make sense. I mean, like, I mean, I get it. Did I mean, did the gas valve get wet? Did you drop it? I mean, did something happen to it? And he's like, no, I never even took the gas valve off. There's like a little crossover pipe. He goes, I took that loose and right. he goes, it won't light. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's go back to basics here. Let's check a few things, you know, and I was talking to him on the phone and I'm like, let's, you know, try and cover up the intake, like, you know, 60% with your hand, you know, pull the intake boot off, try and cover it up like 60% and see if it'll light. And he goes, okay. So he goes in and he goes, oh yeah, lit. I'm like, sweet. Okay. So did it stay running? And he's like, well, the fan slowed way, way, way down. And then it went out. And I was like, okay, we've got an airflow issue. It's not a gas valve. Gas valve works because we just proved it does. And, you know, we've got, we've got to figure out, you know, what, what some of the issues are here. We got, we've got an issue. Is it that optical sensor that's on there? Well, yeah, so I I thought that, and I said, "Well, did you take that off?" Is he goes, "No, I didn't even take it off." He goes, "But because I've, I've there's no nothing to clean on it, you know." And I'm like, "Well, if if you had that little mica lens is all screwed up, maybe that's it." And he's like, "Yeah, you know, something's weird though." And so consequently, we end up going back to find out that it, the condensate drain is plugged up. And he's like, "I ran like four gallons of water through this thing." And so somewhere at the end of that cycle, it must, something must have plugged up. So he pulls the condensate, and this is while we're on the phone. Yeah. Gets like half a gallon or a quarter gallon of water out of it, right? I'm like, all right, sweet. That's going to be it. I'm like, do you do that? I'm going to grab a couple of things and and then I'll call you and then call me back. And so he does and, and uh, he calls me back. He goes, yeah, it still won't light. You know, he goes, it won't light on its own and it won't stay running. And I'm like, all right, well. Let me, let me load some stuff up and I'll load up some space heaters just in case. Cause it was, you know, like 19 degrees here yesterday. Okay. So, you know, of course we're there for a, you know, routine, <laughs> you know, let's refill the boiler with water. Uh, and now, you know, three hours later, we're trying to figure out how to get this guy's boiler to work again. <laughs> yeah. So far we've learned that no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you get to the job. So, you got space heaters. It's still not lighting. You've you've been able to. He's been able to make it, you know, pop off, but it won't stay. It won't stay. Lit, yeah. Know? So we're we screw around with. I mean, every every possible thing, right? You know, looking at looking at air air leaks, right? You know, I mean, we got to think about it. We got negative regulated gas valve. Yeah. If you have air between the gas valve and the venturi, you don't have gas, or you're not going to have enough gas to support combustion. So. We're looking at a few things and I'm like, no, no, no. We got like, we were at one point, I think we, you know, if you, if we obstructed the air intake, we could get like negative six inches of, of water column at the inlet, of, outlet of the gas valve. I'm like, we got plenty of, plenty of vacuum. 
here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got plenty of gas. You can hear the gas valve open on this thing. Okay. And we're not, and you can see the spark, but we're not lighting off. And I'm like, something's wrong here. We tore the Venturi apart, checked the fan, you know, and the fan was dirty a little bit, like dusty. And I was like, yeah, that's a little weird. And uh, I thought, well, let's pull it apart and, and check the the burner again. And burner was a little dusty, you know, it's not, not terrible, but you know, so we start looking at it and there's like this, it looks like hard water scale on top of the, like this aluminum block. You'd have to, you'd have to see one to see it, to to understand what it looks like. It's almost like a, like a a cross section of a heat sink, you know, that you'd have like in a computer or something. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's got like fins. It's like a little section of that, that they're ribbed or corrugated on the side for I guess to increase the surface area of the heat exchanger. Yeah. Okay. And so this little on the fin fire in, in the combustion chamber. Yeah. Okay. They're in the tube. Oh, so they're small there. I would say they're, you know, the tubes are probably three quarter inch tubes or something like that. The tops of these fins are covered in this white scale looking stuff. And I'm like, what the, I mean, what is, what is this? Like why why do we have this white scale in here? I mean, I, I he I've just cleaned, cleaned it, right? Well, well he cleaned really the, cleaned the, the stainless, there. but you can't really get down in there. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like, I it's it's certainly feasible that there was enough of this stuff, and when it was dry, it was thinner, right? And it didn't wasn't obstructing the airflow. Oh, and, and so now like that it's been wet, water and it. Like, yeah, I yeah, you. I'm, I'm just grasping at straws, yeah. you know, at this point. Cause I'm like, well, why, what changed here? Yeah. So we start talking about it. I'm like, you got any CLR? And he's like, yeah, I got some crowd buster or something like that. So I'm like, all right, sweet. Go grab that. This, I mean, this, this boiler's dead at this point. Yeah. Who cares? It's, it's junk. Yeah. So we start running CLR through it and, uh, flush down through it. And then, you know, that kind of, kind of started breaking that stuff down a little bit. And I'm like, ah, you know what? Let's hit it with some calcifree. You know, let's, let's see if we can get this thing cleaned out. We're basically got the condensate drain going into a bucket and we're pumping out of the bucket into the top of the heat exchanger and just circulating through it. And we get it all done and, you know, put the thing back together and it fires up. And I'm like, well, that that's what it is. It's, it's that ridiculous heat exchanger design yeah. that was plugged up. And I don't like I say I'm, I'm I don't know if it was the water that caused it, like caused the stuff to swell up and get thicker or, or softer or who knows. I have no idea. Who knows? So no those clue. those tubes are were all clogged up. Once you got it out, yeah. what did it look like when it came out of the bottom? It did. It wasn't bad. I mean, we got some like white sandy crap out of it after you know. And he said when he cleaned it, he got a bunch of that stuff out. Yeah. And then, you know, so he goes, I wasn't getting any more of it out. And, you know, he goes, the last time I was, we've, I've messed with these before. And if you really get in there and start digging at it, you break that piece of aluminum off. Oh, well, and, you don't want to do that. And then you get this little broken aluminum shard in there that's not in the right place. And anyway, so I don't, it just, it, it bothers me because this, this is one of those jobs, like I said. Where we'll go back now that we got the today the up current taken care of. The history of it is, customer calls and says we have this. I don't know. I think it was an American Standard, old American Standard boiler. Um, 
they got leaks. It was just in really poor shape, poor condition, typical of, you know, a 60-year-old boiler. Oh, wow. Old. And yeah. so in 2017, I'm like, yep, no, we got we got a, got a solution for you. Let's get rid of this. We'll um, put you in a new sidearm indirect heat water heater. You've got a 20-year-old water heater here now. And so we revamped, replaced the boiler and water heater. Kind of like we do, I don't know, 15, 20 times, 30 times a year now. Sure. And we put this HTP EFT in there then. And it was new. It was that was a new boiler at that point. Okay. And somebody had still kind of sold me on it and said, hey, you know, these are these have been these are great boilers, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, you know, it looks I kind of like the design. At the time, you know, I had never worked on one, but basically said, okay, yeah, let's try it, you know. Yeah. And so we put this boiler in and I think it was like year, right at the end of the first year that it had been in, we got a call and it's got a bad igniter. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird, but whatever, you know, I guess whatever parts, parts break. So new igniter in it next year. It's, I don't remember the, the relief valve on the water heaters going off for no apparent reason. Right. We don't, we don't have check valves on our, uh, meters. This house doesn't have a pressure reducing valve. There's no check valve. It doesn't need a thermal expansion tank, period. There's no reason to have a thermal yeah. expansion tank. Yeah. The relief valve's going off. It just whistles on all over the floor. And I'm like, all right, well, that's kind of weird. The relief, relief valve, valve on the boiler? Or, on I the mean, tank. On the tank? The no, indirect? yeah, on the tank. Yep. Well, so you're year two and you're already putting parts into it second time yeah we're, we're we're dumping parts on onto the system overall and you're not really and, able to charge these people for this because you're just well, you're in that warranty grace yeah. period like this is still new to them right i just charge these people like 12 grand to put this heater this yeah and you're not going to jeopardize your relationship with them no and you're confident or their confidence in you or the ability for them to or the willingness for them to refer you on right. a couple like 30 dollar parts you know right so I go, I think that, I think the way that the, the timeline goes is we do the uh, relief valve on the, on the water heater. And then like two weeks later, I get a call from him. I don't have heat. And I'm like, good night, you know, come on. So <laughs> good night, we go says. up. What's that? Did you say good night? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that saying. I love it when people say good night. Uh, it's like, so, this is the epitome of like, I give up. <laughs> like i'll see you in the morning yeah oh man <laughs> and and so we go up i go up there and the boiler's out of water and and i i'm i'm guilty i don't know if i'm saying i should say i'm guilty um i'm a proponent of leaving the feed water off in in a lot of cases i mean I don't, there's really no reason for it it's a closed system we have a tight tight boiler closed system whatever doesn't need feed water it's as tight as a seal's butt Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Sorry. <laughs> so I get up there and I'm looking at it and I turn the feed water on and I'm like, okay, well, if it is filled up with water and everything, you know, purge the system out and whatever. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, before the boiler hadn't even fired up yet. And I'm like, oh, I got condensate coming out. That's weird. Oh, no. Huh. What's that all about? This is year you know? three. Or no, this, this is year, year two. Like, yeah, like third, two and a half. Third callback. Yeah, two, two and a little bit. Yeah, okay. third callback. And I'm like, oh, we got condensation coming out of the drain. And it's not That's running. Uh, you don't have Boiler hasn't fired yeah, yet. You don't have condensation. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. Right. And I'm like, huh, well, maybe it's the fan pushing water out of it. Whatever. And I'm, I'm looking at it. And so I just, I'm like, I shut the feed water off and doing, you know, watching the boiler fire up and it's doing its thing. And I look over and I'm like, I was just at 12 pounds and now I'm at six. You should have opened with this part of the story because right. it's just getting better. <laughs> Holy crap. So I take the, take the boiler apart, you know, and we've, and we had done service the year before. Okay. Right. When I was there for the igniter, I think. Okay. And so I take the boiler apart and I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Let's see what's going on. I get in there and the whole top of the boiler is like this cauliflower bloom. And I'm like, huh. Inside. Hmm. Inside. Yeah. I'm like, well, I guess we got a leaker. Call, call tech. And they're like, oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, this, that, and the other. And they replace the boiler. Give us a new boiler. So this is year two and some like a couple of months, whatever, two and a half months. Yeah. And now I think feel like we're pretty much right back there. Oh. You know, and 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 we're and we're back at the same thing. Feed water was off, and Rob was there yesterday for no water. And I I, I didn't see any leakage on the boiler this time, but um, yeah, okay, I, so yeah. Just to put this out there, your 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 non feed water feed water situation, it being turned off does not cause the boiler to leak. So that's you know, no. you're 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 blaming yourself for that, but you can't do anything about that. Like it's off. Who cares? No. Like you said, it's tighter in a you know a wet seal's ass, so right. it shouldn't be leaking. Man, yep. I hate this boiler. By the way, so in tw- <laughs> so in, I've never installed one, and I've torn out yep. uh, one. I've seen a handful, and I've I've not got the job on like three of them for replacement. Yep. Because I said they need to replace, and they're only like two or three years old. So last year, yeah. twenty twenty two, um, actually in November twenty twenty two. So like right around now. Right around Thanksgiving, a little after, a little before, something like that. Right. A uh, guy from high school calls me. He says, I asked like six people who to come, who would have come fix this, and they all told me your name. And I'm like, well, dude, you should ask me. <laughs> and he says, he, he we hadn't talked since high school, so a long time, sure. right? And yeah. uh, he says, oh, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't even think of it. And so he says, you're here now, so can you get this fixed? And it's this HTP on the wall, same boilers you're talking about, EFT. It's from yeah. 2019. So it's three years old. Yep. Maybe less. I don't know when 2019 yep. it was put. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. six months more. I have no idea. It's just doing in floor in this big, huge post frame building uh, for a cabinet shop. That's what the building's used for. It's a big, big place. Like, like 60 by 80, maybe 60 by yeah. 100. Nice size building. All kinds of issues won't stay lit. Optical sensor goes bad all the time. There's all these issues with you know, you name it. it just shuts down. Yeah. Guy goes out to start up you know the shop for the day and no heat, nothing. Yeah. And you know you got to have heat. That's just the way it is. And he needs everything yeah. to stay a constant temperature because he's building like high end custom cabinets. You don't right. want your fluctuation. And in the wintertime, it's super humid here, so like you got to keep that place warm. Yep. And uh, I said, well, it needs to tore out. And I tore it out and I put it in a, you know, our favorite boiler. And yep. um, everything's fine. And, you know, it's amazing, though, these these companies, they, most of these companies, furnaces aren't this way that I know, unless I'm wrong. 
uh, forced air furnaces. But these boiler companies, they don't make like hardly any of it. They basically just program no. the control. They they source all the they parts. Rebrand. Yeah, they yeah. they. They source all the parts. They might put it together even in their factory. Some of this one yeah. I don't think is put together in any factory in the U.S. I think it's just the whole thing's imported in a box, right? I, I I don't I don't know that. I haven't seen anybody else that's used it, but it I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I at, guess. at one point I wasn't sure if it was. I think the lar that Lars was selling the same. Yeah, mascot. Essentially the yeah. I think they were selling the same thing at, at one point. Um. And I just, I don't know. I, 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 it drives me nuts because, you know, you get out there and you do, you, you go out and try and do the best you can do, right? You know, so you go take a training or whatever, and the and the manufacturer puts on a training and they say, hey, you know, this is, this is this boiler and it's great and it does this and it has this turndown ratio and it's it's efficient and it's stainless steel and, you know, it's at a good price point and. Blah blah blah, and you look at it, and you're like, yeah, you know, I think I could, that's that's kind of cool. I like that, or I like this feature of it. And I don't even remember what it was that I liked about it. You know, I sold four of them. The price you um, like the price and the probably the rep. I'm guessing, yeah, your supplier yeah, or vendor. your rep. That's basically what it comes yep. down to. I like. Here's what I primarily liked about it. It had four heating or water connections on it: two on top, two on the bottom. Oh, so it was so easier to plumb in. It was easy to plumb. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Sure. And to date, I have replaced all four of those boilers <laughs> with the exception of one that needs probably needs to be replaced. The house has been sold and I have nobody, and as near as I know, nobody's been there to do service on it. your name on the front of it? Oh, yeah. Dang it. So that'll, that'll be a black eye somewhere. Um, we've, we've done a lot of repairs on basically every boiler that's in this area. Sure. I'm not going to say every boiler because we don't have every boiler here, but a lot of, a lot of HTP products have been around here and we've fixed all of them. Right. We don't see a lot of it here. Thankfully. Yeah. We've, we had, we had a big, big crew of, of munchkin boilers. There's not as many we left because they're they're all (laughs) pushing on that 15 to 19 year range right now. I don't think munchkins HTP isn't a hot water products. Yeah. That's the same company, Heat Transfer Products. I think, well, maybe, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I believe it's, you. <laughs> I thought it was a different yeah. company, though, for some reason. I don't uh, know why. It doesn't matter. I, well, I th- I think the company's been uh, been restructured. Oh, I think you're times. right. I think at one time it was a different company, yeah. and then, yeah, I get it. Yep. Yep. And now it's been restructured again. I think they're owned by Ariston now. Probably. Um, Just why not, you know? But it, it's, you know, so now they, I mean, they have an entirely different lineup um, of boilers and I don't know whatever Ariston brought over. I, you know, I don't know. I, I guess where I get frustrated with, with boiler manufacturers and I get, I understand the, to some degree, the, the cost involved in producing your own new boiler, right? Like the engineering costs have to be monumental um, about saying, hey, we're going to redesign this heat exchanger. We're going to go through all the testing. We're going to go through all the whatever yeah. to create this thing and have it different than somebody else's, but better. Uh, I don't right? know. I, you, you know, you're you, right. You, you, yeah, but why yeah. Why are why are they doing this so often? It's because well, they've got – because there's other companies Because they that failed the last time. Yeah, because there's other companies <laughs> out there that don't. Right. I'm not going to beat the drum of the one that you and I buy and install all the time. Mm-hmm. Because we'll probably run into some problem at some point. But the, oh, yeah. the fact is, is I've been servicing the 20-year-old stuff. Yeah. And every year in between, 
up until I decided to put start right. installing the equipment. And I'm looking at the 20 year old stuff, going, "Holy crap, this, this stuff is, is nice. amazing!" And I'm looking <laughs> at the 10 year old stuff and be like, "Still pretty nice." I'm looking at the new stuff and I'm yeah. like, "This is freaking so simple and easy, and I like so it." Easy. And then you know, along the way, I started installing it, and I'm not having problems. Not anything that right. anything else wouldn't have. I mean, seriously, not like serious yeah. problems. Right. Um, yeah, flame sensors. Uh, a lot of right, times right. it comes down to really just like tight it's parameters. You're not able to hit them because the job isn't perfect. Okay, well, we'll yeah. work around that. It's not yep. the bo- boiler's fault. Um, right. No, you go back to like how you chose that, and yeah. it's an it's a guess every time. And you're trying to trust somebody, and you're taking the advice of somebody trying to sell you something. And it's not right. your fault. It's not really – in some cases, I wouldn't even blame like those people selling it, right? Like, no, they don't have any idea, right? It's, it comes down to experience. You have to put it out there, and the thing that goes through my head every time is, you know, in my position with Mechanical Hub, and like we we go to these factories, we go to these trade shows, we meet all these people, and people want to work with us, and they want you know their stuff to be seen on social media, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And there are conversations where I have to bite my tongue. I mean, literally bite my tongue <laughs> because yeah. I have a, lo- I'm a loose cannon. Sometimes I will say the wrong thing at the wrong time. Um, right. Almost de- like you can almost set your watch by it uh, where people will say, Hey, would you want, you know, if we send you one of these, would you put one in? And right. there are too many times where I'm like, hell no, absolutely not. <laughs> not, uh, yeah. not, no way. But here yeah. I am in a position where I'm like, no, well, we'll see if we have the right application. And that's my way of saying, yeah. I don't want to touch your stuff. And I know we're talking or whatever. Look, I, I don't mean that every time or it's, it, it's, it has sure. happened. Put it that way. Yeah. Point being is like only I say that only because I have done it. And then I'm burned and I go, why did I do this? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? There's... There's another manufacturer, and I love their water heating products. Okay, but I d- will not. Same, same, co- same All concept. Boilers, yeah. Will not do their boilers. Not anymore. Well, we I would put in a bunch of. Yeah. I replaced a bunch of them. Yeah, you know, we put. We, I I replaced a couple of them on my dollar. Yeah, and threw them threw the damn thing out in the garbage pile, <laughs> and. All you know, the, yeah, you, the problem I have with them is their boilers are basically just a different version of their tankless. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, more or less. Yeah. Like that's the kind of yeah. the design prop I, behind. I, it. I, I. So in this, in the, and so this is what has brought me to what we're doing now. To you know, let's just say whatever to Vesman. Yeah, is the fact that I open up that cabinet, I can get at everything oh, easily. I could drive a truck in there. <laughs> and it takes a it's a handful of screws that are positioned in such a fashion that I can get them out every time, yeah, always and ever, forever. And and it's it's one of the things that you know I, I get so sick and tired of these manufacturers coming up with this baseless claim. Oh, ours is a maintenance free heat exchanger. That's not there's no such thing. Bullshit. Yeah, it don't exist. Sorry. Right. Good try. Um, if you hear the if the manufacturer is telling you that, and I'm gonna call them all out on the on the on the floor right here if the manufacturer is advertising that they have a uh, self self-cleaning <laughs> the condensate washes it down oh. a there's one one component here 
They've never actually seen a boiler in operation for more than one year outside of the laboratory. Okay. Right. That's a, that's a, that's claim number one. Claim number two is they don't understand that our gas is not pure and filtered like it is at the laboratory. Or that we use, Plain we simple. also have LP, which is or the, yeah, cut dirt with different or, products. It's all, yep. it's, there's so many variations to its chemical makeup yep. from one so tank to I, the other at the same house. Yeah. Yeah, but that's both of these that I've both uh, not both three or four of the manufacturers that I've installed that I've regretted. I don't have many regrets in life. But there's a handful of boilers that I regret. <laughs> I don't know. He goes, "I'll feel, I don't have very many regrets in life, but installing this brand of boiler that's one of them. Holy crap!" I mean, I can think of like a dozen times where I, I shove my foot in my mouth, but you're going straight to the, I installed this boiler. I can't believe I did it. It's a, one of my regrets. I just, I mean, I just, but I, but I, you know, I leave there. I, so Rob and I were there till 830 last night, right? Oh, that's why you didn't call so, me back. I, I was, I was yeah. getting worried. I, was it, getting I mean, just worried about you. Right. And, and, and so the, the challenge, the, the part that pisses me off about it. Is that so? I don't know. Rob was on the phone probably with tech for like an hour, hour and a half, and the guy's like, "Oh, you need a new gas valve." Yeah, yeah. Throw never parts even at never it. even looked at the condensate drain. Never even checked to see if we had airflow. Yeah, that sucks. You know, so it's tough. You, they have a yeah. I'm not giving anybody I'm not, a pass. I'm not gonna. I don't want to beat up them no. because it's it's not that, but because no, I don't I see don't. all the kind of the issues. But but it, the the reality of it is is that this time of year, late in the day. It's easy for the contractor, for me and Rob, to jump to a conclusion because we got false information from somebody that should know yeah, well, what this thing does. Well, I, and so yeah. if I were to if I were to tell Rob, okay, well, go ahead and pull off. Let's get some space heaters. Order, and we'll order, order the a gas, gas valve. valve. Yeah, <laughs> the gas valve. I could have red labeled it. It'd be here on Friday, oh, right? Yeah. And so Friday, sometime we'd make room in the schedule. And we go put the gas valve in, and at about 4.30 on Friday night, when it still didn't work, we'd have done what we did last night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and hopefully come up with a solution, yeah. too. Meanwhile. There's no, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the customer has not had hot water and won't have hot water until sometime next week. Well, uh, that that's <laughs> not even the – like, that, that part of it is super important, yes. Yeah. Um, from your position though, the, what's so important about that part is that they're just, don't call this company. Don't like they're telling mm-hmm. their friends, they're in that Facebook group and next door yep. or whatever. They're going to yep. be on Tinder telling people don't call. <laughs> I don't even know what I've never been on Tinder. I don't know what it is. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap it. We're at, yeah. that is frustrating I, as heck, dude. I'm glad you guys yeah. figured it out. Um, yeah, for now. I mean, I, well, the, that's it. It's, it's a topic for another we'll day. See. Let's not get into it, but right. is the next step. I mean, are you at this point contemplating, like, do I just replace this damn thing? And, and I mean, maybe you talk to the customer and say, look, when we put this in, we had every intention of, you know, every idea that this was yeah. a good piece, piece of equipment. It's turned yep. out it's not. Uh, do you just like maybe try to get like cost out of replacing it or part cost or right and, and that's that's the conversation we're going to have in the next couple of weeks i guess 
Um, my task for today is I got to try and get a hold of uh, my rep um, and find out if they want to do anything about it. You know. Well, you know, know what they're. They, you know they what don't make that, that boiler anymore, so they're. It's going to get replaced with the Ariston version of the the Elite, which is a far superior boiler to the one that's installed, because the three, the other three that we've replaced, have been replaced with Elites, and they've been fine. Yeah, you know, they're they're not my boiler of choice, just based on past history, but they're we haven't had issues. Yeah, that really sucks because, of course, the rep, the only way they're going to help you is through, yeah, you're going to have to push and push and push. And they're not going to pay for somebody else's boiler to go in there. So, like, you got one. No, absolutely not. That sucks. No. All right, dude. Well. Anyway. I don't. That's where we're at. Yeah. I don't envy you. It's the the fun we get to have. You know, twice in this podcast, I said tighter than a seal's ass. You did. Twice. All right, that's going to be the sound bite. That's right. Lane, Lane's going to, I bet he chooses it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, everybody, as a reminder, please hit us up over on email. Make trades great again at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, what you want to hear, and what you hate hearing. Uh, I'd love your feedback. Good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> I'm used to it. You can tell me anything you want. You don't have to call me that. <laughs> i get called everything i've been called at all um and of course in the show notes on your podcast app you can see a link directly to andy's dms on instagram same as mine on instagram as well you can hit us up over there if you'd like and rate us on your podcast app dude good luck with that boiler yeah we'll see what happens let's get to work see ya that's right later